That's I'll a, let you get Come at me, bro. You know how long it's been going. Yeah, you yeah. see it, you see it. Cool. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the intermission. Woo! What Yay. Is, what's We've intermitted you. Does anyone know what the hell we're doing? No. Uh, no, not Explain really. Explain it. One of us should. really should. Yeah. One of us should. Well, um, uh, I, I, I'm excited about this for a lot of reasons. And instead of, instead of explaining it, at least to begin with, in, in, in rote dialogue, I thought maybe since it's a different format, I could try a different intro theme that we'll only do once and then never do again. You okay with that? Sure. I'm prepared to be slaughtered for this. All right, here we go. Mike's just like, whatever it is, let's just do it. Yeah. Hurry up. I don't, know, I don't know how this is going to work, but we'll try it. I, I wrote a, a, little, uh, a little Broadway number. Here we go. I like down in front, but it's really long. There's too many words and not quite enough songs. Plus, I don't own like half of those movies. And I would listen to those guys every week if it was less film commentary and more film geek. But until now, I haven't had the chance. I just want to hear Dorkman's rants. <laughs> We've heard all the bitching, the moaning and pissing. We've heard all the whinging, so just shut up and listen. We don't know what we're gonna say. We don't know how long it will last. The show might really suck today, but at least give us a chance at the. I christen the intermission. Oh, damn, I didn't even resolve Oh, oh yeah! What a dark S- note to end on. Yeah. Yeah. Minor. <laughs> anyway, it's like the Alien Three intro. Yeah. It's like the intermission. The intermission brought to you by Chris Nolan. <laughs> I just wow. pictured like a very bright and cheery animation, but with clouds at the very end. <laughs> no, seriously, like I was writing that last Blood night. from its eyes. I wanted yeah. it to begin with like we are all doomed, but it seemed a little too dark. Anyway, yeah, intermission. Uh, I guess the idea is basically without any uh, limitation aside from length. We're going to do thirty minutes every single time. We'll just talk about what's ever on our mind that week, or maybe do a cool interview, or or maybe go, like ask Trey puppet questions, or whatever we want to talk oh, about. Boy. And it'll basically happen between the commentaries. So it'll be the intermission. For those of you who are wondering what this is on your iTunes feed, <laughs> yeah, hi, hi. We do a podcast, but not really. Anyway, uh, so I thought the the cool thing to do today, since we just got done judging the ninth annual lightsaber choreography competition is talk a little bit about how we all know each other, because even though um, Ryan and Mike and Eddie are all here, they all have to run in a second. But all of the people here, Eddie, Brian, Ryan, Mike, Trey, and me, know each other from the Force.net Fan Films Forum back in the early 2000s. And that, you know, I thought that was interesting enough to at least talk about it and what it meant to us and how that all set us off in different places, and we all arrived back at the same place at the end of it. Let's, yes. Let's, Ryan? let's find out if all that's right. true. <laughs> let's find out if this <laughs> is interesting out. or not. Yeah. Well, I'll ask the guys who are about to leave first. Like, um, Dorkman, what's your relationship like with TFN at this point? Like, what, what does it mean to you in your life? Are, are you past it? Are you over it? I think they've agreed to see other chat rooms. Yeah, basically. <laughs> How many times have you declared that you're quitting and then come back? I'm pretty much, but I haven't. I haven't come back in like several months, at least to the, the Fan Films Forum. I'm still, there's, there's another forum. I'm still having arguments about Attack of the Clones. There's another forum where they argue, where they argue about real world politics that I'm occasionally at. Ah. Uh, if I get, like, if I get bored. Basically, if I run out of internet, I go and see what they're arguing about over there. And I, I but, but actually, for the most part, I'm, I'm over at, um, down in front. I'm over at the down in front forums. Um, mm-hmm. oh. And I don't really spend 
any time at, at TF anymore, especially the fan films forum, because it's pretty much dead, which is a little bit sad, but a little bit, well, yeah, because who's going to make those anymore? What was it like? What, what, what's your guys' like early, earliest memories of that community? And when, I mean, obviously, we're all here in some way as a result of having been there 10 years ago. 11. I started in wow. August 2000. Wow. wow. Jesus God. Christ. Yeah. You sad man. I know. That's why I didn't <laughs> want to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what, do, what do you guys remember from it, Eddie? Uh, yeah, I kind of got the, um, I've kind of got sort of the, the, the backdoor entrance into the TFN thing. If you want to hear the exciting first part and to how I met Trey, go over to uh, pink5.com yeah. and listen to the commentary that I'm on with, with Trey on that. But long story it's short. It's in the special uh, features section. Special features section. Pink5.com. Um, but long story short, I had met Trey through Pink5 because I had known Amy Earhart, uh, the star of Pink5, back in high school we were long lost friends i hadn't seen her in a few years i was at comic-con one year i rolled through the fan film awards and holy shit on a giant screen there was amy Earhart. so without any connections to the fan film awards you just went I, well i went to i'm a comic-con <laughs> fan and so literally he went, he went to mock well i went to mock <laughs> okay, i went okay, straight okay, up i will i will say that now i went to and <laughs> that sounded got, fishy yeah. we got yeah. in a little late and we're like well we're a little late on thursday me and my friend damien and we're like what do we see fan film awards holy shit Crap, this is going to awesome. suck. This is going to suck. It's just going to be the worst. And, and a large part of it was. But uh, when I saw uh, Pink Five Strikes Back at the time, like, that kind of was cool. Like, that was actually good. And it wasn't just because my friend was in it. Like, I actually thought so. And so by way of that, I developed a relationship with, with Trey and with uh, some other people at the time, Chris Reed and all these other folks. And then to promote, and then I got hired as fight choreographer for Return to Pink Five. And so to help promote and sort of stay tapped into that, I joined TFN. Uh, and uh, and by way, I met you. And I sort of – you actually worked on something I made long before I met you. Yeah. Uh, which is kind yeah. of on how that works. And I met – And uh, I had forgotten I would worked on it. Right. So when exactly. I watched Eddie's fan film and my name popped up, I had a weird paradigm attack. You're like, when did – wh- yeah. Where was I for five years? <laughs> when did when did Alterteague do this? Uh, and then I met um, – I, I had heard I had heard of the reputation of uh, Ryan and, and Dorfman. Um, because of uh, Ryan versus Dork, and then I saw that, and I'm like, well, hell, that's the gold standard in in, in lightsaber choreography and, and sort of fan films in, in a lot of ways, um, and, and, you know, in pure fight fan films. Um, and, and, you uh, had no, and you had no preconceived conception of who Brian was. No, none, <laughs> none until I until I started hanging out with y'all, and I started coming to the labs and everything. Uh, but I finally met Ryan Dorkman very briefly at like a celebration or something like that because we were we we're there promoting Nuts and Menace, which is my foray into fan filmery. Uh, and I, and Return Pink Five, we had actually done a panel. I think yes. we had, we had a panel there for that one. Um, and and I think I met you briefly at like Comic Con oh six or oh five or yeah. one of the aughts. Oh six, it was oh six. Oh uh, six, and it uh, was the when we actually showed it. Volume two year. Volume two, yeah, the Return Pink Five volume two. And so that's kind of how I got in the community. Getting onto the community was actually kind of cool because um, I, I'll admit, like when I first logged on, I've I've been a part of a number like bad forums and boards Listen, uh, i've been sad for a long time right but like i kind of caught the tail end of sort of its prime years i think like in 0405 was like when when i i felt like you notice the decline start to happen in terms of just numbers not quality um so and that's kind of how i got to know everyone here at least and how i sort of became a, a reservist of down in front and then to to try to waste ryan and mike real quick so they can get going uh the earliest some of the earliest stuff I recall from my time on TFN, which started mid-2002, was all of Ryan's effects tests and all the crazy cool shit you were doing at that point with, like, energy balls and cloning and, and then cloning with moving cameras and stuff like that. And you were, like, the weird TFN celebrity that people either were disciples of or hated. <laughs> yeah. 
Funny how that works. Mike, Mike was, the, was the latter, then, the, then became the former. <laughs> yeah. Well, not sort of. Yeah. <laughs> we became friends anyway. Yeah. <laughs> how did, you, fi- as far as how, how did you find TFN in the first place? Uh, I think I went on there. Uh, well, I'm not going to tell a boring story, but uh, I don't know. I just, just wanted to. for someone it. to explain the Phantom Menace to you. Uh, no, I was really like a purely an effects thing, and back in those early days, there was a lot more sort of effects stuff going on. Like I wasn't the only one in there posting tests. There, there's actually a really good little hub for people trying to learn After Effects or whatever they had and, and do fun little things with. And so it was a, it was a really cool place to go in and and post things and then just discuss it and, and give critiques on and things like that. And that totally evaporated, I guess, after yeah. probably about the movies stopped coming out, and then now it's just yeah. whatever. But it, there was a really a really good effects community there. That was actually one of the places, especially early on, where I really came to grips with the technology of of digital video, digital filmmaking, and stuff like that. Because, um, you know, we were trying to do effects on on various footage, and it was it was literally just a thing where everyone was going, "What this thing is happening in my footage? What the fuck yeah. is this? Why is this happening?" And and we go and research it. We're like, "I don't know. Let's find out." Uh, because like Google was. But we'll find out together. Exactly. We'll yeah. find out together. We'll work it out. And then we did, and like figuring out color sampling and interlacing and stuff like that, and and shutter speed and and pre- like this was before twenty four p cameras, let alone oh, yeah. friggin' yeah. It was the DV um, revolution. Exactly. People yeah. were buying. You were you. We're going to buy or bought a PAL I did. XL1S just because it was closer to 24 pictures. I, I actually yeah. bought a PAL XL1S yeah. because it was 25, so it was easier to Magic Bullet. Remember when Magic Bullet was necessary oh, to, yeah. to get that kind of look? Fucking I mean, Magic I mean, Bullet. Magic Bullet is still out there. Magic Bullet looks and stuff like that. That level is still there, but the actual frame interpolation that, that the, used the, to be The interlacing aspect of yeah, Magic yeah. Bullet, that's, yeah. That's no As longer. opposed to the, the color grading yeah. aspect of it. B- bought that camera and then also filmed several minutes of his fan film debut. Part of, part of the first yeah. in a trilogy almost. Yeah, yeah, you're one first of those. in your feature film first, trilogy. Yes, it was. It was. How's that coming? <laughs> about the same as Tiderium and. Uh, I'm still sad Tiderium never. Fourth Prelude yeah. to Hope or however many it was. And uh, the, I, I, remember, I remember at that time, there were just people were bringing out trailers. A lot of these movies never got finished, but, but people were. It was a really exciting time because people Son were. Son of the Suns. Mm, yeah. People were making stuff, and, and you saw footage that was being shot, and, and even if it's only just trailers, it's like, that's still pretty cool that they shot that, and there was a lot of neat ideas and stuff that I was looking forward to seeing, which obviously never will, because they, at some point, woke up and went, what, why? What, I, <laughs> right. what, what am I doing well, with my life? Stop. I, I was going to say, because it, it wasn't just, you know, to zoom out from just TFN, like, it wasn't just Star Wars fan films. I mean, that was the time where Sandy Collaro was doing, uh, you know, his stuff, yeah. and, and, and Batman Dead End, and... Grayson. And Grayson. Grayson. Um, yeah, so to speak. And, uh, well, your baby's asleep on he's, your chest. He's just a lump of flesh strapped to my, <laughs> my abdomen. Um, but uh, he's I have no, one Grayson. of those. Uh, okay. right. <laughs> well, you know, he's on the back. Oh, snuggles. Um, no, but it's, you know, there was an exciting time where it was just like, I, I mean, it was like, holy crap. It was like the have... first moment of, holy shit, I can make movies. I mean, like 99 yeah. was when I really thought like, okay, it still doesn't quite look like film, but if you do enough stuff with it and you kind of work around it, you can make it look kind of okay. And uh, th- that was that spirit was sort of in the air, and my career was just starting at the time as well. And I remember a lot of doing a lot of short films on the weekends, just by and large. And TFN, I think, was just a natural extension of that. You know, for for me, I think I think the big the uh, when I started getting into it was just a lightsaber test by Clay Cronk. Remember him? I yes. remember Clay Cronk. Well, yeah. One of his his lightsaber tests, he used to do that basically paint it by hand, but he was really good because he had Clay uh, Cronk was the first one where I was like, he's he's great. Yeah. And who was the other one? Not Nutley. 
uh, shit, who's that guy? The guy who did the original lightsaber Finley. tutorial. Finley. That's right. Yeah. Daryl Finley. Yeah. But um, but for, for me, very much the same thing. It was like, okay, cool. I can make lightsabers. And that's, yada, how it's, yada. that's how it starts for everybody. Yeah. It's like, I want to do a lightsaber. Yeah. How do I do a lightsaber? It's like, well, <laughs> there are four different programs you could use. That's definitely how I started. This one, this it's one. It's actually one, not one. how we started. I, I have yet to this day to rotoscope a lightsaber. I have rotoscoped yeah. more lightsabers than any living human being. <laughs> I swear true. to God. I'm, I'm sure that's I'm true. Sure of it. I will go up against anyone who wants to claim it, including the people at ILM. Yeah. I'm not proud of it. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, before, before, I met, before I met Ryan and, and Mike, I actually, for Nudson, I was going to have somebody else do some roto work. We had, like, one section where we were going to roto, and I tried to give it a crack, and I literally just Googled how to roto, and it directed <laughs> me back to TF, and I'm like, how did I miss this? I'm here, like, you know, three times a was week. Was it the, the Qui-Gon Jinn still frame tutorial? Yes, it was the exact same mm-hmm. one, and I downloaded that, and I'm, and I'm like, and it kind of worked, but I didn't do it. I didn't have After Effects. I only had Photoshop. So I was doing the photo. I was I doing the frame. Film strip? I did a lot of film strip. To this day, you can still pick them out, because something about the way the film strip worked is that if you did a glow on it, it would bleed to the film strip yeah. above it. So yep. at, the yeah. bottom, at the bottom, you would have this weird sort of shift so that the bottom of the glow... But the top yeah. of the glow is at the bottom of the frame. Which is time. exactly when I threw my stylus across the room and said, fuck, fuck this. And <laughs> I called up Trey and I said, I, I, I can't do this. Yeah. Is there is there somebody else who can do this? And he said, I know this redhead kid uh, who could probably uh, get it done. Yeah. And sure enough, you guys kind of cranked out that last uh, I, that was like, shot. It turned out to be me, actually. I, was like, I think it was you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did, but, I did that, that one shot with the little red, the sabers. But regardless, I think And I was really mad at myself, too, because it was kind of my idea. I said, hey, we should do a shot like this. And that was oh, like, yeah, that, that last image was uh, you and Terry kind of cranked that out, like yeah. that, the idea for it. and. I had this great idea for a shot, as long as I'm not the one that has to yeah. do it. Yeah, exactly. That's great. I, I know a number that, of those, and I'm that, always the one. Yeah. Who's I only edit around here. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer that Handel's not here, because he's another one of those, those oh, yeah. names yeah. from the early yeah. TFN days. Handel did a lot of stuff. He had one of, one of my favorite fan films he was a Formula. Monk, wasn't he? He was those, a were, those were where a lot of the lightsabers on my account came yeah. from. Well, there was the whole sequence in the gym where there was a mirror where you yeah. could see multiple. Oh, my God. Right. And he also had Digital Ama Radio, which was a podcast years before the word podcast was a thing yeah back when this internet radio was like the big thing and really all it was was just exactly this it was was just recorded files it very rarely was a live stream but but... just when it took a day to actually download so you had to care remember remember downloading the five parts of troops and postage stamp size i remember i remember very distinctly downloading the five parts of the formula I remember, I remember uh, download, yeah. spending an entire day downloading Troops, watching it, and then deleting it because I didn't have enough hard drive space to keep it. <laughs> uh, similar to that, but not Star Wars 256 related. megabytes is more than anyone will ever need. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was a huge fan of uh, MTV's The State, which was a sketch comedy troupe. Which is basically MTV raps. No, that too. But, um, Cribs. Uh, no, but if you ever watch, I mean, Star is you know, basically half the cast of Reno 911. It's that whole wet, hot American summer crew. Um, but it was it was their prototypical thing, and I loved to say it so hard. It was it was one of my favorite sketch comedy troops. And it's out on DVD now. Now, finally, yeah. now, finally. but it, yeah. yeah, exactly. But in 1999, mm-hmm. um, y- there was a website called thestatemedia.net, and it was in real player, just like four <laughs> meg sizes. I nice. mean, it looked like it was rotoscope with Legos, oh. and it was just. But it had every sketch ordered by series and I literally remember buying a 500 megabyte hard drive and uh, and like trying to $3,000 yeah. an insane amount of money and I remember downloading like a lot of like all that on there and that's and that's um, you know the, the impulse was always there I kind of Similar to Star Wars, just like it's better in a way when there was constraints. Right. I, I kind of miss the days of God when... God damn it, remember that when, when that was hard to get. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of like Patton Oswalt's thing about like, 
geekery meant more when you had to really friggin' work to get yeah. it. Now everything's just available to you know, snap your fingers. Oh, I'd like the sex tape of Jagger Hoover, please. Like, and you can find it. Um, but back back then, you had to really work, and that's what I kind of liked about a lot of those, a lot of the spirit of the forums, not just TFM, but a lot of those other forums back in the day. Project Greenlight. I was I was yeah. on the PGL oh, yeah. forums yeah. back in 2000, and I was a founding member of Flag, which is the the Los Angeles Greenlighters, and then there was the New York Greenlighters, which was Agony, and like, and we had meetups, and we threw like actual parties and stuff like that. Like, there was a spirit to it that there is. There were so many little, retainers at those parties. A, well, no, Ben Affleck came to it. Ben Affleck and Chris like Moore said. came to one of our parties. Like, and yeah, and uh, that was actually the party that caused Ben to go into rehab. Actually, <laughs> like the next day he went to Sounds rehab. Like a good party. Yeah, it was. It was all right. It was all right. Um, I retract my statement. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so there was just a spirit of like I don't want to say something stupid like revolution, but there was like a spirit of into it like it's sort of like you know but, no, up but from true. the bootstraps you, had to, you, you know? had to go out of your way to find a community now whereas whereas now you just you're some 12 year old who logs on and you can go troll anybody you want to yeah. uh, a- anywhere across the internet yep. like you had to you had to kind of know where to look at the yeah. back at the time I, I i i um i might be overly wistful in general and particularly about this but one of the things I thought about, one of our other buddies, uh, John Hudgens, who was a moderator for a million years, and he worked on the actual fanfilms.com site and made a lot of fanfilms as well. Jedi Hunter and uh, the Vader one. Vader Cra- Hotline. Crazy Watto. And Crazy Watto is my favorite. Uh, yeah, mine too. Um, uh, and he's making a documentary about fanfilms. And there was another guy from the forum who just wrote a book about it a couple of years ago called Homemade Hollywood. That yeah. Trey has a chapter. That's a good one. I have two I, chapters. Yep. Yeah. And um, I, was, I was interviewed for his documentary as I'm assuming – you guys both were Ryan and Mike Trey. I know you were. Well, we were we were interviewed while we were uh, shooting RVD two, so that would have been five years ago. Yeah, yeah. he's been working. That's on when I was interviewed. Uh, as well. yeah. The whole so book, half of yeah. what we say is actually obsolete now. Yeah, yeah. Right, it really is. Like we, sh- uh, um, <laughs> and uh, I, he, he asked me uh, something about the uh, the impact of it, and um, I recall saying something that that stuck with me. Uh, I, I said it, and as soon as I, I was, it, it occurred... I something, said something inspiring let me, to myself. Let me re- let me re- something re- profound. Let me rephrase, let me rephrase my statement. <laughs> <laughs> let me rephrase... Re- <laughs> it's like Lovecraft with inspiration. Yeah. It was so inspiring, it made you feel inspired. God damn. No, I, <laughs> but I can't remember it. What was it exactly? I recall... Uh, <laughs> the look of the inspiration doesn't matter. When he asked me the question, I answered, and having heard myself articulate it, it was the first time it had occurred to me. Uh, and it was that in, we'll say, 2000 to 2002... This was still, and it seems so recent, but it was still three years before YouTube. YouTube came out in 2005, and people didn't know about it in 2006. It, it, it was still most people on 56K downloads and, and everything like that. <laughs> Video on the internet was almost punk rock until like 2001. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was weird that you could yeah. pull that kind of shit off. Uh, and I recall being a part of the, the Fan Films Forum, and until I answered his question, it didn't occur to me that we were doing things that the whole world is doing now then yeah. before they were doing it like it's for for some for some weird moment in history all of that stuff that youtube now is and all all the the great content creators now is it kind of it lifted off from the tfn area of the world and floated there for just a minute before flying off and becoming something that changed the world forever yeah. like it, it kind of yeah. hovered over us for I, a second there i remember when i was when i was working on my ridiculous fan film thing but it, you know it was going to be like full length and people were like where are you going to put yeah. that on the internet and i'm like that? by the time i'm done that will be taken care of Ooh. Yeah. and i was right <laughs> and that wasn't some walt disney wishful thing oh we'll have moon colonies you know, you know this actually is going to happen yeah, yeah. 
I, I remember the first movie we made in college was uh, Star Wars The Lost Hope, and this was in the days before YouTube. So uh, I was fortunate enough that my sister and brother-in-law are huge webheads, and they had their own like web server, and you know I have my own domain name because of my sister was smart enough to buy Finifter.com back in like 94 or whatever it was. Nice. Nice sister. Uh, yeah. Uh, so... Uh, so we we finished the Lost Hope and it was however many megs it was like okay well let's put it up and put it on the forest.net so everybody can see it and I did that and then I posted the link and people uh, watched it and then my brother in law ams me and he goes yeah so uh, your file got like a hundred uh, one point whatever gigabytes worth of uh, downloads in a day I was like oh okay is that bad <laughs> well we have a monthly limit of a gig so it's like okay well that's that's probably an issue. <laughs> Boy, the the traffic that Diff gets, we 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 do we do gigs a day, on a regular basis. Just because you know they're two and a half hour long MP3s, they're all between forty and sixty megs. In two thousand, that would have been the most expensive thing that ever yes. happened. Yes, yeah, that would have been like the the ship in contact, <laughs> hundreds of dollars. I remember being so, and I'm gonna you know partially date myself here, but I remember getting a new computer and I was blown away. I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna fill these four gigabytes of storage. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Remember. Like my god. I remember with when I, I was like, all I want is a, a gigabyte. <laughs> that's yeah. that's all I need. If I could just keep ten songs on Napster, that'd be yeah. so good. <laughs> Who at the table in the last six months has had to clear off their terabyte drive so there was more room on it? Clear <laughs> off. I bought a new one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah was, they only cost a hundred bucks now. Exactly. This when time, I, when this I was time. working at Tippett Studio ten years ago, you know, I, I told the story in the commentary. I think you know we had a terabyte drive that ran the whole studio. Which I never saw with my own eyes, because the terabyte lived. I didn't even know where in the building the terabyte was. The terabyte was like, you know, this great, you know, demon god right, that right, was right. that was like, and, and they had acolytes that only they could enter the chamber of the terabyte. It re- yeah, and I'm, we I'm all picturing really Wizard of Oz now. We all really serviced was. the terabyte, and there would be announcements over I'm the PA like, like an ep- the terabyte is ninety eight percent full. Delete your unnecessary files. <laughs> It was this whole thing about the terabyte, and then there was one day we had a power failure, and we had to shut down the terabyte, and it was like a Star Trek episode. Where it was like, you know, like, enter 772. You don't have the right code. You're not authorized to shut down the terabyte. Someone's got to do it, or we'll lose the data. It was this insane. Commander, turn your key. Exactly. It was – It was I, exactly – I, this is not the place to tell the full story of the day we shut down the terabyte, but it was it was like it was the closest I've ever been to being in a science fiction movie. It was amazing. No, um, but but the point is like I've got three terabytes on my desktop now. Right, it just it no, blows I, yeah. my mind to think about that. There, this time last year, I was doing a number of freelance gigs from home, and everybody just decided to oh just come by and get the drives, and you just can take them home. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm literally, but they bought these massive drives of which their projects really didn't take up that much space. But I still had you know to, to keep everybody's drives separate. I couldn't consolidate anything, and uh, I took a photo of it. But there was literally one point I think I had 15 terabytes daisy chained <laughs> to one another, just yeah. like through cords, and like I had to, they were like overflowing my desk. I had to bring in like. Like co- like coffee tables and like TV trays and put them on there and I'm like this is the most powerful ramshackle future <laughs> this is like that scene in Pi when his apartment is his computer uh, and then I remember the first time um, knock like, knock Doty my first assistant editor job I I dealt with gigabytes at this point it was like 2002 but they're like okay well you know you got to have access to the Unity and that's what they call the Ooh. avid the avid storage Unity. system and that was relatively small it was only four terabytes but I couldn't even, I didn't even I didn't even know terabyte was the word for one terabyte, let alone that. And it was in an air-conditioned room and it had its own separate air conditioners going into it. And the door was locked. You had to swipe your key card. And <laughs> yeah. you got in. You had to enter your separate password. And I'm like, this is like war games. Like, this is this is Whopper. Yeah. This is exactly what we you know used to do for that. So. And Trey didn't like Brian. 
back on the forum days. That's I, my favorite anecdote that came out ooh. in that one interview yeah. you did. You didn't like <laughs> me? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Well, you, you wouldn't. Yeah, because you uh, didn't know until now. Thanks okay, very yeah, much. I don't think I, I don't think I was ever told this. No, no, this, no, is, the t- this is the time to confront it. It's, All right. <laughs> oh, I see. It's going to be that kind of a show. Well, <laughs> hey, I mean, I no, I'll, it's not like that. It's just I, I think uh, I think, guess I clearly I told Teague, which is a mistake I won't repeat. But, um, <laughs> because I just save him for the right moment. My, I've known Teague now for like you know nine ten years, and 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 everyone's life is Teague's blog. So that's a warning to all of you. Um, mm-hmm. So the uh, it was just a factor of. I think it's be- we've been doing down in front for several months before I finally realized that who you were on the force.net. Oh. I was like, wait, yeah, you're that? I don't really go on the force.net you're anymore. You're that guy? You know, you're that guy? It's like, you're, oh. the, you're, the, you're the, the Hamillion actor dude? <laughs> That's Brian. Okay. Huh. All right. Yeah, I, it's bye Eddie. bye Eddie. Bye Eddie and well, and family. It's the kind of thing as we as we referenced earlier. Like Ryan and I didn't like each other early on. That but, was the whole but at the, joke at, of what you, how you yeah, started, right? I, exactly. And actually, it was on the formula Chris's movie that there were just so many fucking lightsabers, and I was like, all right, everyone else on the Force.net is a spaz except this one guy. <laughs> I don't like him, but I need someone else. But Damn to it, he's help. good with sabers. Yeah. Uh, and so I talked to him, and then I was like, oh, actually, he's cool, and I do like him. We just have, have been butting heads for whatever reason. And to be fair, I go back and, I go back and read a lot of that stuff now, and yeah. I'm like, I don't like me either. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I totally That's the thing. get it. You go back to your old internet post, you go, you go fuck oh, me. Fuck I should have thought about that one for And how? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that's, that's the world that, that – and I'm fascinated again as the old guy. I'm fascinated by the fact that, you know, I mean, Grayson, you know, Grayson 30 years from now, someone's going to pull that, you know, what happened today in, out of an archive oh, and go, this God. is you at the age of, you know, six months being a douchebag on a podcast. Remember those? You know, or whatever. Oh, oh, oh see, yeah. see about the – Okay, that's fine. Baby artifacts were left behind. I was thinking the same thing, depending on if we salvage it or not. But my niece on the on yeah. the Kickass show, I was like, she just comes on and says Elmo. And yeah. I'm like, how weird is that going to be when she's like <laughs> yeah. 20? Because that's not never going to go away. We'll be like, you yeah. hear that little cute voice like it's a pull yeah. string doll? That's you. Yeah, <laughs> that was you. And but you, you know, had no a, idea what was going on. It's a world now where unless civilization collapses, which is always an option, but uh, <laughs> you know that that every. Thought and move and moment of your life is documented. Our, yeah, our entire you know, is in the cloud now somewhere and is going to be there forever, which is you know to again, my detriment. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think it's going to be ours who are there early on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I think it's going to be really interesting when people if you're our 15, age get off the internet. <laughs> yeah, just stay off until you're twenty five. Come a person you can. and come back later. I think it's going to be really interesting when people our age start running for office and their entire <laughs> yeah. childhood yeah. is laid out. There is not really any secret. Well, I think, and I think, fan film. But see, I think, yeah. overall that's, I think overall that's healthy because yeah. it's like, I think so too. Like Ultimate, when, ultimately, but it's going to be a growing pain kind of yeah, issue. Yeah, back when, back when, you know, when Clinton was running for president, it was like, did you smoke dope in college? And I was like, I am the same age as that guy. He's a little few years older than me. It's like, if he says anything other than yes, he is lying. He's totally lying. We all smoked dope in college. Who didn't smoke dope in college? But we still had to like say no, I no, and then we had the I didn't inhale. Like oh, uh-huh. well, right. So I think I think I like to you know at least we're already at the point where Obama says oh yeah fuck yeah totally because he knows oh, he, I was coked out of my mind. Yeah, he yeah. knows you know he knows he can't play that off. So in the future it's like hey, didn't you used to play a lot of uh, Magic the Gathering? I did, and that's why I will make an excellent Treasury Secretary, and I'll tell you why because I manage my resources and blah blah blah. Yeah. And I I think that's actually probably better overall. Well, it yeah, will be interesting to see, definitely. Well, we're, we're at the point also where people are 
because of because of the the sense of community that's grown everything has a community so it's yeah. like you no longer feel like you're the weird guy who just does the thing and everyone's yeah. gonna look down yeah, on you for true. it it's like it's like you look around you're it's like did you smoke dope in college yes i did and so did all my friends <laughs> yeah. here are all their lists and so did you i happen to know and so and here's know. the subreddit for for <laughs> yeah, marijuana yeah, I, I, I made a tweet I, about that a little while I've, back go ahead I just I captured your Facebook page eight years ago. Here it is. But um, uh, yeah. well, that and that's uh, you know we didn't uh, I didn't tell the story of you know how I discovered TFN. But I, I I made a thing. I made a little jokey movie based on Star Wars, and I thought, gee, I wonder if there's anyone in the world that's going to give a shit about this. And I discovered that there was a not only was there a phenomenon. I, I knew Troops. Troops was you know everyone had seen Troops, um, <clears throat> but I didn't realize that there was actually a building phenomenon of people making this thing called. Fan films, and and not only that, to my surprise, I discovered there was even such a place as a fan film forum, where apparently like-minded people actually talked about making fan films, yeah. and that's how I got to TFN. The uh, the one the one that got to that we were talking about. Wow, you can actually make movies. Um, troops, troops, you saw, but it was like, well, that was people who make movies yeah. like that doesn't really get me anything count. but then Fuck but for me it was actually duality because i'm like so all you need is a blue room <laughs> and after effects yeah oh my god take me i'm there. going to make movies yeah. i want to go to there uh when so, i yeah. when i i saw troops at at tippet because you know we would have like before dailies in the morning we would have you know someone would have like word video or whatever hey i found this you know some crazy tape like we we watched like you know winnebago man like someone has someone a vhs of winnebago man if you know who that is uh, he's you know thanks to the internet everyone knows Winnebago Man. There's a documentary or about him now. Now there's a whole documentary about it, which is fascinating. The, the circle is complete. But they showed troops, and it was like you know, and of course you know, Tip Studio. It's like it's, we're not ILM. We're down the road from ILM, and you know, Phil worked on Star Wars, and and uh, you know, I saw that, and, and I I assumed that they must have made that at ILM because we would get ILM funny videos sometimes. Someone would you know bring them down like, hey, we made a video, we saw some great things. I assume that had to have been made at ILM because who the hell else could have made it? Right. You know, it's like clearly only ILM could have made Troops. It was, or so I'm thinking, you know. And then I realized... Troops like, 98, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it was just some guy? <laughs> Wait a minute. So it was like after I, after I finished a tip it in uh, 99 and moved back down here to LA, that's when I started getting into, uh, you know, this whole video revolution. Like, you know, I've been in the movie business for 20 years, but the idea of I could actually make stuff myself? I don't need permission? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a moment. Except from the police? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and not even, even then. Not even oh, that, really? if, you, uh, if, you know, if you move fast enough. And that has been 29 minutes and 30 seconds of us talking about stuff other than movies and doing yeah. commentaries, and it seemed to work okay. Every week we'll do one, <laughs> We'll I do that. We'll see. Uh, and there, there will be it's no. It's much easier to escape from. There will yeah. be if no you don't like through it. line. I pr- it's not going to be every week we reminisce about this random thing. Some it might just be what made Trey laugh on Twitter this week. Kind we of have it's no theme. Just whatever <laughs> we want to talk about. But we figured it might be fun to do a second one since we already have the mics and we have to eat pizza between movies anyway. So, thank you much for listening to the intermission. My name is T. Christie. Brian Finifter. Oh, Ryan Weaver. Mike Scott. Trey Stokes and the absent Eddie Doty. And good night. Good night. Thirty minutes and four seconds. Boom. Nice. Boom. Booyah. Nice.